For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by G. Hey, Wiley, and Brandon Deutsch. How are we doing? You know, not too shabby. It's a beautiful day. It is actually really, really hot. Maybe it's because I'm wearing pants, but it's it's, it's really not as hot as it was before. No, so that's, it is not. You know, no, it as is long not. as it's not that hot, I'm fine. That's, yeah. fine that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Some great weather outside wherever you are, and um, some great topics. We're getting toward uh, October baseball, which is cool. So, oh, uh, that's by the way, that is the best time of the year when yeah. all when all, all major three. Pl- yeah, all oh, it's major three. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I can't wait. I think I'm that's excited. the month where Jimmy G usually owns the Rams. We'll see if anything's <laughs> we'll different. We'll see if anything's different <laughs> this year. Yeah, he does really well against them. September, October, November, December. Not so much January. Well, that really more can. that's more <laughs> Kyle's fault. I mean, Kyle's the best coach in the NFL until the fourth quarter, but it's a pretty big quarter. It's kind of an important quarter. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do well in the fourth quarter. All right. With all that said, let's get to today's headlines. Brought to you by Circus Sports, Circus Millions, and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contests are back with twelve million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hit it, Jihei. Well, the Dodgers won both games of their doubleheader to improve to 104 wins, guys. In the second game, they were down 5-1 to one in the eighth. I'm not going to lie. I turned the uh, game off um, <laughs> at that point, so sorry, Dodgers. Um, but after that, a Mookie Betts home run notched a pretty big comeback to win 6-5. to five. This team always finds a way to win, and I love it. Um, but what's the, key one, um, what's the key once they get into the postseason to keep momentum and win the World Series? Listen, the key with this team and it has been the key for the past 10 years but certainly during this run where they've gotten to the world series 2017 2018 2019 2020 pitching and not just pitching the closer can you close out these games and if they can they will get their first regular season 162 game season world series since 1988 listen i was in texas when they won in 2020 
That was amazing, fantastic. That being said, if they can find a way to do it this season and we get a parade down Figueroa and a rally and a real proper full season championship, that would be amazing. But Brandon, it's going to come down to pitching and it's going it's going to come down to who's closing out these games. Yeah, and I could swear the Dodgers have 104 wins. It says it's 103. But I thought it said 103 after the first game. Well, either way, it's the most wins in the league it's a by lot a of miles. Wins. Yeah, it's a lot. And they're going to get 110, whether they get 112, 13, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're going to probably be second most wins all time behind the Mariners. I believe that was 117, right? Like, no, I, it's going to be hard to catch so. that. But these Dodger teams the past couple of years, it's like lock it in over 100 wins, right? Like every time they... That was such a... That was the first bet that I made. I forgot what the win total was. I think it was 99. It was less than 100, which was easy money. Again, that's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. They do it every year. But they do it every year. And so I don't know who set the line, but it was really low. When I say low, it was like 95, 96. Since I got to look back. That was the that, that was the bet I didn't even think twice about. So I'll give I'll give the Dodgers credit here, and we keep saying, oh, you know, they might come down to pitching in a playoff series. It might come down to do they have the pitching to beat the Mets? Do they have the pitching to beat the Braves? What about their what about their hitting? Yeah, it's one of those things like. I, they just don't lose games. It's hard for them to lose many games in a row. So even against the Mets, even if they lose against a DeGrom or a Scherzer or even both, and then they win the next two games and then they somehow beat one of those guys at least once, they still win a series against the Mets. You know what I'm saying? And against the Braves, Kershaw can go head-to-head with any of the Braves pitchers, Freed, you know, in a, yeah. in a playoff series. Assuming he's good playoff Kershaw, which is rare. You know, he, he was that's in a, recent that's memory. A, that's a great point. And I hate yeah. to say it. No, All but time it's great. true. It's the it's one true. blemish on his resume. And it was the one thing that happened in the shortened season yeah. that I said, well, we're not going to get postseason Kershaw because they've only played, what, 60 games or something. Yeah. So we're going to get midseason Kershaw, which we got in the postseason in but 2020. I'm, I'm interested fantastic. to see how no, yeah. he does, especially against the and team like the Cardinals. It. What happens if he plays the Cardinals yeah. that own him? Yeah. I want to see him change the narrative as one of the greatest pitchers of our time of ever. I mean, we're talking about a, a, a prime that he's had. So as someone who's pitched years. before, let me ask you this. Let's just say Kershaw has an amazing postseason. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, I mean, he does what he wants to do. There's this thought that this is his last hurrah, his last season. No way. Yeah, so to talk about that. So, like, if he has this amazing postseason, World Series MVP, he has to come back, right? I think, yeah. I mean, he's going to pitch in the bigs, whether it's for the Rangers or Dodgers next year. But I can't see him being anybody but a Dodger, He's going to be a Dodger for life. I mean, they've really made it a priority. Whether they give him a contract he should not get, I mean, he will retire here. There's no question about that. He's like Mr. Dodger, right? Exactly. That's that's him. And, look, he doesn't have his velocity anymore, but it doesn't matter. He's such a good pitcher. He's arguably the best curveball of all time. Some people say it's unhittable still. And if he's got his control down, even if he's only 89 to 92, with his fastball I mean he's still getting outs like the guy could I mean Jared Weaver for the Angels had a quick decline and he was throwing his fastball right-handed at 82 miles an hour and he still got out so it really didn't doesn't matter what is going on in like his velocity wise if he can stay healthy which has been a problem for him throughout his you know the last couple years of his career he will be on the team and be arguably their ace with Walker Buehler out next year you That's know? 100%. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. unless they do a big free agent signing, but I think they need to prioritize Turner in the offseason. Yeah. So, I mean, th- look, there's, there's, everyone's talking about, oh, this team's going to lose. The, and we keep saying, but they've, they haven't, they have
haven't lost many games in a row like for that. The, for those that think that the Dodgers are going to lose, I mean, have you looked at them in the last few years? Like, it just, just seems like the culture of this team absolutely. is what is going to put them over the top and maybe get that first full season World Series since, you know, what is it, 80, 88? 1988. Like, yeah, th- right. think about it this way. Like, talk about being bought in. That team is bought, bought in. in. They, they really are, want they are, they are the definition of bought Mookie. in. And it's about Mookie. If Mookie is continuing to get hot, which what he's doing, you saw that epic comeback they had, right? And it's like, wow. This it could actually happen. Oh, yeah. he absolutely was the game changer. I mean, oh, there's no. I remember when we were talking about that was this. in game one, by the way. Yeah. My, my yeah. fault. Game two, they lost. There's like 103 wins. But, I see. Yeah. So oh, okay. So it I is thought they won both games, but I, I got it mixed up. I thought both were six to five, but they lost the second, the second game. Still game. 103 wins. Uh, that, amazing. Sh- and to, and that Vegas had them at like what 95, 96 mm-hmm. initially in the beginning of the season. So you know, for all those that bet the over, good for you. Yes. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like. Talk about a bought-in team like they are the yeah. definition of a bought-in team and we even said this that the change was Mookie from you the know, get-go because it's not hard to sign the best players in the world right but beyond that they've signed really good people who've brought this winning culture Freeman bets and how tight they are and how close-knit group this is I mean I, I just love the way that they play when you look at the moves that, that they've made again top flight talent but also really good guys good clubhouse guys Trey Turner Mookie Betts Freeman you go down the, the, the list these guys love playing together and that that when I tell you how the the chemistry of those Puig teams it was really tough because there, there was so much friction. And yes, they, they were talented teams. They won. But I felt that there was always something holding them back. Not with this group. I'm not saying that they're for sure going to win it. But you look at the fun that they're having. You look at the enjoyment that they have. It's a fun team to watch. It's a great group. Yeah, they, they definitely wear their heart yeah. on a sleeve. That is for sure. Uh, speaking of heart, the heart and soul, Mookie Betts, does he deserve the MVP in the um, National League? And will Aaron Judge now win the AL MVP unanimously if he gets the AL home run record and wins the Triple Crown? Yes, I think they both are the most valuable players. I am going to defer to my young friend, Brandon Deutsch, to really break down the numbers here. Are those two guys the best players? Man, um, no. And I mean, <laughs> judges, judge is going to win. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be unanimous. By the way, it should be a bigger deal. I mean, I mean, the, I, yeah, the 60 everyone, home runs. I mean, and listen, I'm a, I'm a big Shohei guy. Yeah. And it's like Shohei's great, but it's a historic. Both are historic seasons. But judge has got to be unanimous. He's going to get the home run, the legal home run record. I think that that's matter. the significance um, of why we should really make and, this a and, big deal. And hold on. He's going to get the triple crown. That's amazing. I mean, it, it's insane. It's just kind of similar to like Mike Trout put up 42 home runs, 32 stolen bases, and had the highest war and OPS in the league. But Miguel Cabrera had the triple crown, so he won unanimously. Damn. That was one of Mike Trout's, I think, first or second year in the league. And Shohei's not going to get one. He shouldn't get one vote, in my opinion, as a big Shohei guy. I mean, yeah. he's he's he could get the Cy Young. I would vote for him for the Cy Young since he's been the best pitcher in the American League for the past month and a half, and he has a 2-4 ERA. And think about this. Shohei is fifth in Ks. Fifth with like 200. And he pitches every sixth day. He doesn't pitch every fifth day. So his K through nine is like top in the American League, and he's just dominant. So I think Shohei will go away because Justin Verlander got hurt, because Shane McClanahan got hurt in the American League. I do think Shohei Otani is going to win the Cy Young. And I think Aaron Judge, I mean, we're talking about this is one of the most special seasons we'll ever see. And a perfect time to promote the game of baseball 
and it's another blunder by the MLB. Like yeah. you, you don't see young people talking about this enough. Like this is like Babe Ruth type stuff right here. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, well, welcome to welcome to our generation of. You know, n- nobody's talking about baseball and everything. Look, I don't like the some, Yankees, some, some but like man, it. how could you not love to watch Aaron Judge play baseball? I, I mean, there's something that needs to be done in Major League Baseball where they're not get, just, they're not doing a good job. No, from, from and, the, and they never these have, historic moments. Right. Of the best players. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they need to take a page out of the NBA's book of how to focus on that one guy yeah. and yeah. blow him up because the NBA does it really, really well. Where they just take where initially what was it like Magic Johnson and the Lakers and it was Larry Bird and the Celtics it was it was always that one highlighted player and then the rest of the team it's Aaron Judge and then the Yankees there's like this is random no but John Boy Media has built a multi million dollar company because he actually embraces social media B- baseball has done such a poor job on social and just really hire John Boy well they really <laughs> should because they really pushed back when John Boy was first beginning doing what he was. doing doing you know copyright infringement claims take that clip down he's like listen like I, I love the game so much my goal is to grow the game he's grown the game he's d- done extremely well but he's yeah. done that because the league has done such a poor job there a hundred percent i mean and if you look at what is barstool sports does right yeah. a lot of times with the younger generation they find a way to connect and they're always talking about football basketball they really talk about baseball john boy is kind of like that barstool sports of, yeah. of baseball and what the mlb needs to do is they need to start hiring john boy and other content creators that are going to push the game forward and, and attract the younger generation they need to get bigger on tiktok they only have a couple of content creators on tiktok right now Crazy. and it's like uh, they need to get they need to really promote this because this is the best the mlb's been in our lifetime yeah, yeah. You know? I, I mean, you're you're never gonna such a transcendent player in Shohei and such a that <laughs> these guys are giving the MLB gifts. Oh yeah, they're literally giving them a gift and saying, no, you don't have to repay us. Just make the game better, but and just m- make the game accessible to every single person, right? Yeah. And they're just not doing that. And I just think, unfortunately, the MLB and all the upper management well, of MLB think, is all and, and not just this is older. Think about what it does to to expand the sport, especially in black communities and Hispanic communities with Aaron Judge being, you know, the player he is. And oh, yeah. a lot of times the MLB has has had blunders when they go into these communities to try and have black players and Hispanic players play the game more. Obviously, th- these are American, Hispanic and black players, not Latinos, because Latino, the game's huge in, in different oh, yeah. countries. But they really failed with all of these black players and Hispanic players going to play football and basketball when there's this clear superstar that's black and Aaron Judge in the MLB that you can promote and get these guys to play the game of baseball. Quick question. You know? They don't do international games for these guys, do they? For, for um, like, let's just say, like, the New York Yankees are playing the Boston yeah. Red Sox, but they don't play them in, you know, Fenway, and they don't play them in Yankee Stadium. They take them to... They, they have done that in the past. Right. They have done that in Mexico, the past, and they right. will do that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when the next one, but I think they're, they're going to have a game in Paris and some of these other, you know... Right. So they do want to grow the game, but... I'm 100 right. I, I mean, feel like that should be happening more. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but, but I feel they, like that you're 100 right. More. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you have the access, you have accessibility to be able to go and well, travel think about over this there too. Think about like all the all the in the black communities, the people playing football. Now that's a that's a sport that you could get injured way more than baseball, right? Yeah, but couldn't you, I, couldn't you be able to and, and you make more guaranteed money? Yes, but right? that, that's I mean, look at look <laughs> great case in point. Look at Kyler Murray. I'm not saying that he's yeah. a great whatever well, because but like, of the TV because of the TV and the had, way it's promoted. He had the opportunity to go play pro. 
in Major League Baseball, and he turned it down to play football. I mean, so what does that right say about the black for him? Because, th- but he's one of the best of the best. How many good, uh, how many quarterbacks are starters in the National Football League that get paid like that and get that viewership? Uh, I mean, you can still get that viewership in baseball, couldn't you? Yeah, considering but I'm saying, it's 162. Yeah. I mean, and he's not. I know. I get it. He's not pitching 162 games, but he's that's at, another he's going problem. To be visible. The too long of a season. People forget. Yeah, there's lose long. viewership. They're like, why are we going to watch this? There's 160. That was the one games. thing. You know what from I'm saying? 2020. They were saying, okay, maybe 60 games is too short, but 162 is too long. I mean, there's some. There's got to be some kind of sweet spot there. Yeah. Well, and that's the other problem too. And I think that actually, I will give Major League Baseball props on this. They are trying to fast uh, make the game faster. Yeah, a pitch clock. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So they are, That's which I know. That, next year. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I know it's really controversial. And I know a lot of the old school players don't like it, but I mean, it needs to be. Speed it up. Yeah. They got to speed it up. You can't sit there and play three and hours. Next, next and, will be the, um, the machine umpires. The yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's that's something that they've definitely been trying to um, steer away from for years. Well, that's because the umpires union, they'll all lose their jobs. They don't want to lose all that money that they spent their whole life. Like, you have to go to school and stuff for, to be an umpire. Like, that's a hard thing to do Yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, mo- moving on, let's just go back. Let's they go still to the last, suck. <laughs> let's no, go okay. back to the... the um, third headline. Tickets are going um, for as low as $16, guys, for the Jacksonville Jaguars Chargers game this weekend at SoFi Stadium. The Jags are in first place in their division, but the tickets are still extremely cheap. Why? Here's the unique thing with Chargers games. And by the way, this is not unique to the Chargers. I think this is happening in Los Angeles plus Las Vegas. These are transient towns with uh, fans from around the country. Generally speaking, I'm not saying it's a 50-50 split, but maybe it's a 60-40, even 70-30. You'll get the Cowboy fans, you'll get the Giants fans, the Pats fans, the, the you know, you go to Dundas. Jacksonville Jaguars fans, there are not that many, it, it, like in Jacksonville. So there are not that many who are A, traveling to Los Angeles. There's not that many Jaguars fans here. So what the Chargers are not getting for this particular game, they're not getting the opposing fans. The Chargers fans will be there. And by the way, this is a perfect opportunity. If you're a Chargers fan, if you are listening to us on the Mightier 1090 down in San Diego or somewhere else, this is your opportunity. $16 tickets. You can go see the Chargers. It's cheap. You don't have to worry about the opposing fans taking over. There will be more Charger fans there than Jaguars fans. You can but take the train. You could take the yep. train, but that, that that's the problem with this particular game. You're not getting that that like influx of Packer fans, Cowboy fans, whatnot. So this will be a very pro-Chargers crowd. However, it may not be a sold-out crowd. Yeah, no, I mean, I can definitely see that. I mean... I think this is what the Chargers had issues with initially, right? With, yeah. Was th- them being not, uh, them being a little bit l- less, I guess, then, um, as far as like money is concerned. Well, uh, also, I just think like it's kind of ridiculous in the sense like Arash has said it multiple times. Obviously, the Rams have a much bigger fan base. They won a Super Bowl. They've always had a much bigger fan base than the Chargers here. Unless the people come down from San Diego, you know, come up, I guess I was saying down, come up from San Diego, um, which I think they will. Um, this is the type of game they would do that for Jaguars. Not many Jaguars fans, even in in Florida. You know, they're more Dolphin fans. Um, but you look at a team; these these are two really like good football teams. Jaguars are first in the division. I know it's through two weeks. They got a nice young core. They just beat the Colts twenty four to nothing. 
the Chargers, Justin Herbert's going to play, it looks like. Yeah. This will be a great game. And, hey, I'm going to buy the tickets for, like, 20 bucks and go. Like, I'm probably going to go. And I mean, to your point, you know, because sometimes you look at ticket prices and, like, what's the fees and whatnot. The all-in cost. Ticket fees, it's whatever. Like 30 to 30. No, no, no. So I'm looking right, right. now, $22. So that's oh. all in. So that's the, the, the fee, transactional fee, da, 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 taxes, all that. So listen, the only problem is I would not uh, park there because parking is never, 100, never. Oh, at least $100 if you can find it. Um, maybe you get grab some food pregame because the food is still not great at SoFi. But you should go. Listen, I mean, it's the National Football League. You're watching a transcendent quarterback. I love Herbert, and I don't know if he's yeah. 100% or close close to it but uh listen if you have not gone to sofa yet you should go if you've not seen the chargers yet you should go that so the the good thing for chargers fans this week and again they have promoted the crap out of this game because they knew that this was the one game when you looked at who they're playing at home where this is going to be tough in terms of there's not that many uh, the, the 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 opposing fans are not going to show up so if you've not gone to SoFi Stadium, this is your I one mean, chance. This is a fun game, it's too. A fun Trevor game. Lawrence, Justin Herbert, like, man, just get the, there early. And it's at 105. It's, I mean, it's, it's at 1. Right? It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not a 10 a.m. game. Which we, we, yeah. you would not get here. You're exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, uh, to Arash's point, I think it's great to just go and see the stadium. Yeah. Right? I think That's it's great to see the, the Chargers. They're a much more fun team to watch than the Rams, in my opinion, this year. This year, not last year. I think, I mean, I think, I think you're years. right. I, I, listen, with Justin Herbert, some of his throws against the Chiefs, right? Insane. I mean, I, I mean no one else is when making he had, those like, passes. like a broken rib. He, was, like, he couldn't even run. He still threw a touch. Down. Like, man. I, I mean, I'm again, still, I still think, again, you're right. If he comes back and he's, you know, playing the way that he even played with with broken ribs, you're going to be entertained. I don't, I, I don't know. Just Jacksonville just doesn't travel well. And that's just, uh, that's definitely There's the reason why. There's not a lot of fans yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not fans a lot of fans in Florida. That's what I just said. Well, not a lot of fans in Florida and not a lot of fans out here as well. Like, yeah. you're not going to see, like, a ton of Jacksonville shirts <laughs> no. out here for people that live out here, right? So, um, go, go to the game anyway, guys, because yeah. it'll still, you can still at least see SoFi Stadium. Exactly. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend Grant Mona. When we return right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or a comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310 400 
340 All right, let's uh, get out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline right now. Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest with $12 million in guaranteed prizes are back. Visit CircusSports.com for details, and here he is, the man himself, Grant Money Mona. Grant, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I just want to say congrats to the Las Vegas Aces. Look yes. like they had an amazing parade. Um, you know, hopefully we can get a, another professional basketball team over there soon. So we have an even bigger parade. No, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what a fun finals that was great to see them have a parade first major professional sports championship there. Yeah. Grant, did you also see the uh, press conference where somebody was a little too litty? Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I think all of them were a little too litty. I mean, even, uh, Kelsey Plum, she was like, I'm a little faded to speak right now. <laughs> yeah. She, she was getting after it. I love her. Was Darren Waller there? Did he show up? I think he's playing, he's, right? He, was, he, he has been courtside for those home games, well, obviously. He's dating her, well, that's right? why I yeah. said that. Yeah, I love Darren Waller. He's a great guy. He, he should be sulking after that blown loss that they had against the Cardinals. That was bad. Yeah. By the way, the league didn't do a great job, and I've, I've critiqued the league for many uh, years about this. Going head to head Sunday afternoon, these games going head to head, and again, maybe there's not a lot of crossover fandom. But listen, I love the National Football League. I want to watch Kelsey Plum and the, the, the WNBA Finals again head to head Sunday afternoon. Just not a gr- great job by the league, but maybe they'll figure out how to promote the league in a great way moving I forward. I think what's going to help that is when they get about uh, an NBA team, and they're going to get one soon. Yes, yeah. right. Once they get the NBA, no, but the team, league has no done a really bad job. I mean, like no matter who's playing in the finals, they schedule these games Sunday at one p.m. and it's like, why? Why would you do that? It I doesn't. Make I, I don't get it. It's do, terrible. Time. Do it on a also, Tuesday or a Wednesday. Also, breaking news: Robert Sarver announces that he is in the process to try and sell the Suns. And well, the that's Mercury. what. So that, that that was always going to happen, and I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. When the whole situation with Donald Sterling happened, the league really was not in a position to remove the team from Donald Sterling. What had to happen was the players and the sponsors. And I mean, there had to be this entire teamwork in place to say, if this man continues to run this franchise, we don't have a business. We have no sponsorship. We have no players. We have no coaches. But uh, listen, the consolation prize for Ro- for Robert Sarver will be selling the team for three billion, at least two billion. Again, Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers for two billion dollars, like two point two or something. Two point like two, yeah. and yeah. they're now v- worth I don't know three, four. I mean, again. This was always going to happen. What the league essentially did was buy themselves one year. We knew it was not going to take a year. There was no way we were going to go into this season with Robert Sarver even remotely a part of this team. Uh, Grant, you're hearing the news for the first time. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this, this should have happened to begin. I mean, I know that there's a lot of things that have to go on behind the scenes. But, you know, you saw the outrage. There's outrage from even Chris Paul, who's a current player on the Suns. He was saying that this the decision to give him one year is, is egregious. I mean, especially when you consider what, what he said and all the things that happened um, in that organization that he did. You know, we had the NB, NBPA uh, president come out and say that, look, this, this has to happen. This, this transfer of the team has to happen now. We can't wait another year for this. Um, we had even LeBron James, I mean, without the emojis on Twitter. That's when you know LeBron's serious, when he doesn't use emojis on Twitter, <laughs> when he is going after Robert Sarver in the league for 
for what they did. I mean, I, I think this transfer the team had to happen now, at least the process of doing, at least the, the process of getting getting this done and getting Robert Sarver out of this league. So there's, there's no place in the league for, for those kind of, of of actions and that conduct. Yeah, Grant, where are you? I, I think I heard a duck in the background. <laughs> they, they, I think that duck was, um, or that crow maybe, was was agreeing with what Grant was saying. He was like, yeah, yeah buddy. I was like, man, I heard a quack in the background. In the background. Yeah, he hates I Robert that, Sarver, uh, too. Yeah, Even the duck, duck, yeah. The duck might have came from Phoenix. I think he was a Suns fan or something like that. <laughs> All right, Grant, I wanted to ask you about you know, a very sad thing that happened. Jalen Hill was a basketball player at UCLA, I believe Centennial um, High School from the near the Compton area. 6'10 forward, had a good career, was a very talented player, but quit the team to because, you know, he had depression, anxiety, to prioritize his mental health, Was went, went missing in Puerto Rico, now confirmed dead at 22. How sad is this and how much of an emphasis do we as a community, not just, you know, the leagues and the athletes need to prioritize mental health, especially for men who feel a lot of time like they can't talk about it because it's not macho enough. Yeah, yeah. It's so unfortunate to hear about that. I saw that last night. And, you know, anytime you have one of these student athletes, and, and I can attest to this as a Division One athlete myself, is that, you know, a lot of times there's not the resources or the, the, the voice to be heard about your mental health issues. You know, I, I've, you know, a couple of my teammates, you know, we you know, every day we'd say like, man, this is, this is getting tough, bro. Like this is, this is something that like, you know, I, I don't know if I could do this anymore. And you know, it, we didn't really speak out about, it. we just went on to the next thing because in, in college, you just go on to the next thing. You have weights, you have practice, you have study hall, you have all the stuff. And you know, to see a, a kid like that with all the talent, he's going to UCLA, he's playing basketball at a prestigious university. And for him to, to drop and not, not just drop out, but, but have those issues, and I, you know, to not be heard is, is just really saddening to me. I mean, I think that we have to take this mental health issue, not just in college sports, but in, in sports in general, and especially with, with male athletes, females as well, but male athletes, you know, we, we have the tendency to suppress our, our emotions, to suppress our, our, our voice, you know, in, in these issues. And, you know, I think I saw a tweet. It was like, September is actually mental health awareness month, but like nobody's really talking about it because these issues aren't really, you know, we just keep moving on. We just keep moving on. And, you know, to see Jalen Hill, such a, a great talent at UCLA and for him to just, you know, go missing just like that. Like it can, it can just happen just like that. That's why you got to always check in on, on the people that, you know, even if they look happy, you know, even if you have a division one athlete, if you have a, a college athlete that, that is happy, check in on people, man. Like I'm very serious about this and I'm very serious about the student athlete thing because I was around it and I, I, I kind of know how it works. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate to see, but I think we, you know, we really got to get better at checking in on people, checking in on these athletes, having a dedicated person in house, not just for college, but for prof- professionals as well to have a, a dedicated person to, to, to check in on your mental health, to, to check in on how you're doing. So I yeah. think that's, that's the next step here. 100% grand. I, I, I absolutely agree. It's, it's cool to see guys like Jalen Hurts and Darren Waller doing all that mental health commercials that they've been doing and especially Waller who, who does deal with anxiety and depression. And, you know, he had some drug use in the past and, and, um, you know, has changed his whole life around. And part of that is being able to talk to somebody and it's okay to talk somebody to somebody, right. you know, it's okay 
to talk to a therapist, to have a therapist. In fact, that someone who's a pro in that field, you don't want to just put all of your problems on your best friend, you know, or someone like go talk to a therapist, to a professional, like seek professional help. Even if you think everything is all right, there could be like some lingering issues, right? That you need to have fixed, especially everyone's going through something, right? So I wanted to bring up next 16 bucks, right? To go to this Chargers Jags (laughs) game. We said this in the first segment. It's like, I mean, I'm trying to go with you, Grant, if you're free Sunday. We, I mean, we got to go, man. This is our fantasy team. We got to see ETN in person, see if he's bad or good. You know, he's, he's screwed us the past couple weeks. But, man, the Jags are in first place. Trevor Lawrence is looking good. Uh, you know, the Chargers, obviously, Justin Herbert's probably going to play since he was only out two days for that ribs cartilage. And now you got Keenan Allen back who's going to play, right? I mean, this is Austin Eckler. Like, this is a, this is a great game. Well, I, I, I kind of... I attest this to the same thing that we see with the Lakers and the Clippers, right? So, you know, a Laker game to get in, yeah, it's probably about, you know, for, for a bad team, if you're going to go see a bad team, 75 For a bad team to go see the Clippers is about $15, $16. I've even gotten in at $10 at some time. And I've gotten in cheaper. The, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing with the Rams and the Chargers. Now, if you go look at the Rams tickets for the past couple of weeks, look, the Rams played the Falcons last week. It was about 75 to get in still, 60, 70 bucks to get in still. Now you look at the Chargers game, $16 is kind of because it's kind of this thing where it's the stigma around the team. It's not really the talent because we, you know, we all know on here that how good the Chargers are. And, you know, we all know how good Justin Herbert is. We all know the talent that they have, but it's the aura around that team. It's the, the, the conversations that people have about the Chargers and about the Rams and kind of the, the glitz and glamour, like I was saying with the Clippers and the Lakers. And I think that's one of the main reasons why look, we even, I know you mentioned the Jaguars are in first place. It is a horrible division and they're in first place, but still there's some talent on the Jaguars too. So for, I I see it two ways. One, it's kind of bad for the charger, bad look for the chargers for it to be $16. And on the other hand, it's great for the, for the fans of the chargers because you get to, go see your team for very cheap and i i think that's a another reason why a lot of the, the there's a lot of fans of the clippers and that there have been in the past because the tickets were so cheap i could go see a clippers game for cheaper and kids can go see clippers games for cheaper as opposed to the lakers and that's why you know people like myself became clippers fans because it was a lot more accessible um and you know with them doing the ktla thing i don't know if we'll get to that but with them doing the ktl thing and bring ktla thing and bring uh, you know, bring it back to the local community. That's just another reason why. I mean, but but the Chargers and the, and the Jaguars being at sixteen dollars is kind of a, ridiculous. But uh, it's good for the fans. It's really good for the fans. You get to go see a team, a really good team, in in fact, for for really cheap. Yeah, Grant, you uh, just mentioned what what kind of what I wanted to ask you was community. The Rams have done a really good job of getting into the community. Do you think the Chargers maybe if they do that then? Maybe it won't be sixteen dollars a pop to go to a t- to go to a game. Maybe you know yeah. if they outreach a little bit more, um, it, it'll be a little bit pricier. Yeah, I, I do think so, but you know, it's not really the community because I, I do. I mean, I don't see it. You know, I don't really follow the Chargers community services. I do follow the Rams, and I know that Andrew Whitworth was a big part of the community outreach that the Rams had. Um, but I do think it comes down to honestly, and I hate it. It sucks that it's this way, but it comes down to winning. Like if the Chargers were to win a Super Bowl, if the Chargers were to get to the Super Bowl and build that winning culture, you'd see a lot, a lot higher ticket prices. I can guarantee you that. And you'd see a lot more, you know, conversations around the team as opposed to the Rams. Like 
you know, the Rams want, you know, last year I could get into Rams games for pretty cheap as well. I mean, it wasn't cheap as $16, but I could get in there for 40, 50. And I even got into the playoff game for like 90 to a hundred bucks against the Cardinals, which is pretty cheap. Now, you know, I go to a, a Falcons game and it's 75 as the cheapest to get in. So I think the winning changes that, that, that type of, of ticket price. I think winning changes that narrative around the team. Uh, Grant, your other favorite team, the Dodgers, 103 wins, cruise control, my friend. Uh, they're just having so much fun. They're a fun team to watch, but it's more fun when you watch them play. Dave Roberts shaking it in the dugout. He's having a good time. <laughs> your thoughts on this team? Yeah, this team is is kind of, I mean, they lost that, that second game of the doubleheader last yeah. night. But, you know, I, I don't expect them to win every game from here on out. They're on a 114-win pace which is you know way past their franchise record and, and may even touch the MLB record um, you know but this team is it it's different from other teams you know we saw in 2017 how great of a team they had then you know the chemistry was really great but with this team I feel like the chemistry is just off the charts and that's what's giving them this comfortability to go out there and play as good as they are I mean you have guys that just came over Joey Gallo he looks like he's having the time of his life if, and I highly suggest everyone go follow Hanser Alberto on Instagram because he posts some great content behind the scenes of, in the locker room. Um, but yeah, just like that, like you have guys that are just role players. They're, they're guys that don't play a lot that are enjoying their time with the Dodgers. And you have guys that are at the top, like Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. They seem like they're best friends. This, this chemistry is probably one of the bigger reasons why they're doing so well because we've seen a lot of teams that have amazing talent that don't have the chemistry off the field that yeah. don't get it together. You know, the manager's not great. You know, they don't get along with each other. There's egos, you know, and I think that's one of the main reasons that the Padres are not doing as well as they could be is because you put all this talent together and you've got to still have that chemistry. You got to still have that friendship between your teammates. And, you know, going back to, so when I played, that's what it was. We had a lot of talent, but we enjoyed being with each other. We had, we enjoyed playing mm. with each other. We went out and hung out outside of the outside of the, the field, and I think that's what these guys are doing. And I think that's why Dave Roberts is such a great coach, is because he's such a players guy. You know, you see him like like Ross just mentioned. He's dancing in the dugout. Yes, they won the NL West. Don't really have much to to you know to be sad about. But you have a manager that has played at the MLB level and that has been there. He was a teammate guy. He was a team guy and bringing him in and having him at the helm kind of makes this seamless. Yeah. And Grant, I wanted to ask you now about a tough matchup now after they come came back against the Raiders for the Rams against the Cardinals in Arizona, where, you know, the last time they played in Arizona, what happened? They destroyed them, no. right? That was, that oh, was the yeah. first, that was oh, the yeah. first, I mean, that was a good game, right? Um, oh yeah. So, it's just it. It's tough for me to think that the Rams don't win this game, considering they want to prove to people they still are a really good team. But it's also it would be a very tough loss for the Cardinals in this division, you know. So this is a very big game for both teams. Yeah, it's a big game. I'd say more for the Rams because you know the Cardinals. A lot of people are writing them off. It's amazing that they came back and won against the Raiders. I, I can't even believe that that even happened. But for the Rams, this is one of their first. Well, it's not their first test because they played the Bills, but the Bills are annihilating everybody. This is their first road game. It's their first road test. You know, there's been years in the past where, you know, they haven't really done well in Arizona. Last year, they did get it done without a lot of their players due to COVID. 
and that was one of their best wins of the year in Arizona. And, you know, you go to Arizona week three, there's a lot of questions again around this team about their offensive line, about Jalen Ramsey, how's Matthew Stafford's elbow. And this is an in-division game that you've got to win. You've got to win these in-division games if you're going to compete at the top because like we saw, you know, the Niners are, it looks like they're getting their stuff back together. And I'm very, very scared of, of the Niners as a Rams fan. But you go into this game and you, you go, okay, we're playing on the road. This is our first road game. It's an in-division game. This is a, it's not a must win, but this is a, a game that you got to win. If, if you lose, you go to one and two, and it kind of looks like, hey, man, there's an uphill climb from here. So I do think they get it done, though. They, you know, Matthew Stafford's proven to be great on the road in, in pretty big games. Um, you know, they won in Arizona last year without him. I, I just think they step up in these in-division games. And I think they get it done. I, I do think that it it will be not as, as big of a, a blowout as people are thinking, but I, I do think that um, they'll, they'll get the job done here in Arizona. Grant, next week, beginning of Clippers training camp. This is the biggest season in Clippers history. And I know we've said that before, but you got a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Paul George, John Wall's back, the most talented team on paper. How crucial, how big is this season for your Los Angeles Clippers? This is the biggest season. You, you, you hit it right on the head. It, this is the biggest season in their franchise history. Look, they have everything that you need as a contending team. They have the depth. They have the wings. They have the stars. But everyone keeps mentioning their health, and for good reason. Their health is the main key. You know, the, the Clippers in the years past, they've had, you know, some pretty decent depth. You know, back in the Lob City days, they, they didn't really have the depth. They had the stars. They didn't really have the depth. Now they have the depth and the stars and the coach, and they have the front office to back them. This is the year that they should be getting it done. And the thing with them is health, like always. And, it, you know, judging by the social media posts, judging by all the, the conversation around the team, it seems like they're taking it pretty pretty hard on themselves to make sure that they're healthy. I think they're, they're, they're thinking about their health way more now um, than, than other years, and I, I really like that about them. Look. There's no question what their talent is on paper. We all know how good they can be if they're healthy. But that's the thing. They have to stay healthy. And, you know, there's a lot of great teams in the West this year. So I don't, I, I don't think that they'll get the one seed because I do believe that the Warriors and the Suns and even the Nuggets, I really love the Nuggets. You got the Mavericks and the Pelicans. It's probably the deepest the Western Conference has been in a very long time. So it's not going to be easy. People are saying, oh, this is a title contender. You know, they're my pick to go to the, the finals. Look, just take it game by game. Get into the playoffs healthy. Play smart. Um, and, and I think everything else will take care of it. I, I, I really do. I, I think that, you know, this team, compared to all the other top contenders, has everything you need. You know, I think the, the main thing that they were missing was that point guard that in John Wall. John Wall's a facilitator. He's a guy that can give you those assists. He's a guy that can, you know, make things easier for the two stars. And that's kind of why they brought in Rajon Rondo last year, or excuse me, two years ago. They needed that facilitator. Now John Wall, even if he's not that superstar that we saw in the past, 10 and 10 will get it done. He can average 10 assists and that will be a win for the Clippers. So putting it all together, staying healthy, that's the main thing for them. And, you know, if that happens, I, I really like them in the West. I know there's a lot of bias here, but I, I'm a realist when it comes to basketball and when it comes to sports, and I do think that they could be at the top when, I, when it's all said and done. 
No doubt about it. I mean, I, you know, because I covered those Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre years, and they were fantastic, Graham. But, but you'd probably be the first to agree. Like, they weren't one of the top two teams in the in the West. They weren't one of the top four teams in the league. I thought they were a top five team. I thought they were the fifth best team. This Clippers team has the potential. They have the talent to win the whole thing. And that, that would be incredible for Clippers Nation. All right, Grant, you're the best. Let's do it again next week. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark. Hard part about it, brother got Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.